This is a couple of storytelling gremlins out to curse dice, make questionable character choices, and possibly, if they can stop crying long enough, figure out how the hell we all got here in the first place. And they're guided, sadly, by no one. That's right, they left us unsupervised, like toddlers all hopped up on pixie sticks in Mountain Dew. We truly cannot accurately describe the sheer bullshit y'all are about to get yourselves into. That being said, welcome to the Defectors, you chaotic little shits. Let's trauma bond. So last time we left off, something really bad happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go so far as to say it's the worst thing that's ever happened to someone who was brainwashed into being a child soldier, killed untold amounts of people for a cause that she didn't understand and then didn't fully believe in once she did understand it. But I'd say it's probably up there. It's up there. It's up there. <laughs> you know, the worst part is there was a determined ending, so I couldn't do shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm playing it off as as being like it was. There were so many people. It was very confusing. You knew that there was a shapeshifter somewhere, and it all happened so incredibly fast. Plus, until Nate was actually dead, I think everyone was like, "We can't like just hurt. We can't just hurt these dumb children essentially mm-hmm. who don't know what's going on." And then Nate died, and Constantine went, "Oh no, I've changed my mind." Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I think if her brain hadn't gone to, I got to go find that fucking stone. Yeah. She would have been right there with him murdering people. Yeah, Honestly, for sure. that I was figured. about a second away from them both causing a bloodbath. But uh, yeah, so something really bad happened. Yeah. Um, And the only thing is, uh, Constantine starts casually asking Aaliyah if there is an antidote to the uh, immortality potion. Mm. And Aaliyah will then tell Brenna like, hey, you should know this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something we actually want to play. Yeah, probably not. It's, it's, he's going to be like combative and try and brush her off and then finally just be like, yeah, okay, maybe I don't want to fucking be here anymore. What about it? Yeah. They likely bond over that, but yeah, because I, I think she's probably like, same bud. But yeah. But like the idea of Constantine bringing up, like, hey, can, do we have an antidote for this? Like, there's obviously a very upsetting reason for that, but. Also, once again, not something we have to play, but something that Aaliyah would probably stick on is, so the reason that you're asking this is bad. However, maybe this is something we can think about for them. And I don't know if, uh, you know, at this point, no work has been done on that. But Aaliyah's like, you have a good idea for the wrong reasons. And Aaliyah doesn't care so much about reasons. She just likes the idea and the science piece. So she's yeah, like, Yeah, essentially. <laughs> she's, I mean, she is, it broke through enough for her to be like, because I think that was probably what Constantine was banking on is like, well, she's not going to say anything because she's so deep in her own bullshit. And yeah. then Aaliyah was like, hmm, this pings me as bad. Do you understand? Do the you understand level, the, level the ramifications of, of that? Oof. But she's like, hey, you need to know this. But also, um, separate from whatever's going on with his shit, which I'm not going to deal with right now. What if we did explore that for them if they are immortal? Mm-hmm. That is a thought that's flopping around in Aaliyah's brain right now. So this is another portion where I'm going to say, you know, you've got like for the next three years, what do you do other than I assume there's a concerted effort to sort of comb the fog, which Ali is still the only one who can see through and try and find the regeneration stone, which you guys got the sense like from your limited perception of, of what was going on. You don't quite know like where it got kicked or where it got ended up, but it wasn't a concerted effort to get rid of it at that moment. They, they didn't seem to know 
the importance of what that was mm-hmm. at that time. It's just like it's attached to this usurper heretic that we're trying to kill. And as part of whatever's going on, we throw all of it into the fog. Yeah, it's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. That's weird. You shouldn't throw up rocks. That's odd, but whatever. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Don't kink shame. <laughs> so yeah, you 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 don't get the sense that this was done on purpose. It was just sort of like, okay, whatever. So this is another point where over the next three years, other than doing that, what are you doing? How does this affect her? I don't think she does much. Yeah. Honestly, I think there's probably a period of time where she, despite not being able to see through the fog, goes into the fog pretty much every waking moment and probably almost gets gets herself lost and killed a few times because there's <laughs> shit in the fog. We know this mm-hmm. and they can die now. So I think there are a few like close calls um, and maybe at some point Aliyah's like fucking don't maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I can see in the fog. Let me do it. Also, it's my house and my fog go away. <laughs> this, this is my fog. It was made for me. <laughs> but it was, uh, no, okay. No, Great. I made it. No. <laughs> it's mine now. It wasn't, you, it was, oh, I've okay. adopted it. This is my fog. <laughs> this is my son, the fog. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, but I, I think it's probably like a long time of like really hyper fixating on that. And then honestly, at some point she probably withdraws to like the, the farming garden district like the furthest outskirts on the opposite side Mm -hmm. and probably builds her own fucking tiny cottage like the fuck far away (laughs) i'm gonna build my own tiny cottage with blackjack and hookers and blood everywhere (laughs) (laughs) even more blood than you and then they get into a blood fight it's bad um no but i think i think it's like the semi like (laughs) luke skywalker in the new movies like fuck off i'm a distant recluse like <laughs> I, I am excluding myself from this narrative basically yeah um because she kind of can't bring herself to be around constantine mm-hmm. because as much as they have had a bond in the past through all their shit this is too much that's fair this is too much so i think that like she doesn't really help with the city i think anybody who approaches her cottage probably there's another rumor about cryptids of some sort that start forming <laughs> yeah she's like a witch of some kind yeah yeah, yeah. just fully withdraws for a long time okay that's very fair. Very on brand. Pretty pretty on brand. Pretty much pretty much what I figured. Over the next couple of years, a few different things happen. Aaliyah starts like she will come and find you. And if you kick her out and tell or like if you if you put up enough of a fight that you don't want to hear this, she'll stop talking to you about it. She won't stop talking to the others though. But she keeps trying to push the like anti-death project. Coming out of this time from the angle of, well, now you know how it feels, right? We should be working on this, right? Which I am, imagine doesn't go over well. No, not so much. Not so much. I think she agrees to help, but it's very much a like resigned, like fucking, if you'll fucking never say that to me again, mm-hmm. fucking fine. Yeah. Like She's score. Yeah. But that's, never, a, that's a win in her book. Never say that to me again. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very fair. I mean, if you're not spending a whole lot of time with the others, you're really not sure what their opinion of it is, but you can probably imagine that Constantine would not have taken super well to that either. No. But that is that is Aaliyah's sort of big focus. That's what she wants to work on. Morgan kind of retreats to the library and starts trying to put together as much information as she can. This is when she really starts filling up like the restricted section. Mm. So she puts together the designs of the shuttles, like the ones that you guys got, and also the ones that came onto the beach and crashed. That information was sort of like there's very limited information on the shuttles that you guys saw come in because you guys didn't spend time there afterwards. Like Nate is really the only one who actually went down and like looked at it. And so all that information is sort of secondhand from him and your drawings are not finished on purpose. Mm -hmm. 
but they're better than nothing. So she kind of compiles what she has. She compiles sort of like summaries of like your personal statuses as like the various gods and like why she thinks that you guys are this way. Like, oh, okay, you know, I can see how this came here. She compiles basically dossiers on Vic and Eliza. Like, this is who they are. This is what we know about them. Like, pretty sure that they're immortal and just all the information that you guys have. She compiles like this loose collection of notes dictating ways that you might be able to use like the perception powers to sort of undo the strike teams, those that five person team, like their perceived immortality. And she compiles notes on what she has started calling bright sickness, um, which is the curse that happens when you read the book. Mm as well as sort of notes on the half of Eliza's immortality potion that you guys have, which is almost nothing. Like the half that you have is incomprehensible. It's like, okay, I know what that ingredient is. What do I do with it? And how, how the fuck do you get immortal from this? Yeah. So that is sort of what Morgan does. Like she, she retreats into her own sort of head. And Constantine, I guess, sort of is on the same axis as you, but at the opposite end. So instead of retreating, he really throws himself very hard into the city. He is the one that actually puts together your shell corporation, Jubilee Industries. Of course he is. Which, if you put it together, it's J-B-B-B-L. James. Bib. Beckworth. I have to go. I'm sorry. Braithwood. Luck it. Jubilee. I have to go. I have to go. Um, he puts that together. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm mad. I didn't think of it before. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, and so it like the Shell Corporation essentially starts encompassing like a bunch of different branches. Basically, he's just trying to get his fingers into as many pots throughout the city as possible to use every in he has to try and figure out anything about who these five people might be, where they are, and what he can do about them. One of the things that Jubilee Industries takes over is y'all's initiative to sort of collapse all of the caverns into Mallory's Mm. cavern. So that's kind of what happens for like the next three-ish years. And then one day you, you will get sort of a message from Constantine. He skywrites. That's how he calls people to him. But in some, in some method, you get a note from him. It's like, Hey, like I fucking need your help on this too. This is big. And he gathers sort of all of you together. Would you go or would he have to come and find you? Because he'll come and find you if he has to. I'm going to be petty and say that she makes him come and get Amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> She's not in a good place right now. It's I get it. I very I get badly it. want her to go back and be in a good place, but she just doesn't. She's not there right now. That's She's okay. So you get some sort of a note that you ignore. And then roughly about the time that you were asked to come and meet, you hear knocking at your door. And then you hear louder knocking. And then you hear louder knocking. Fine, what? She just throws the door open. <laughs> oh, good, because he was about to set the door of her cottage on fire. <laughs> Does he have, like, his fucking flamethrower out? Or- <laughs> yeah, you open the door and he goes, I'm relieved and disappointed. And he puts it away. We don't burn buildings down where people are still in them, remember? I was just, just going to do the fucking ones. door. Calm down. It's a good door. I worked very hard on it. Well, I guess you could have built a better one. Are you fucking coming or what? You don't really need me. Yes, I do. Come on. And like he grabs you by the wrist and starts to like pull you. I think she's so taken aback. She lets him because that's like not. She was expecting a like snipe fight, not physical. No, he's done. It's like, come on. He starts like dragging you through the greenhouse district. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. I should have just done this to fucking begin with. Uh, Probably. Once he gets the sense that you're not going to try and like pull away and run. 
and kind of lets you go and just sort of like lets you walk after him. He just sort of like awkwardly stares before as he's leading you towards the Shell Corporation headquarters. So you um, doing okay or whatever? Fantastic. Probably the best I've ever done in my life. It's wonderful. Great. Living on the outskirts, being a witch. It's the life I always imagined. How about you? Living your dreams? Yeah, you know, living living all of my, my best possible fucking hopes for myself. Uh, really, really love being sort of a um, an evil corporate overlord, which I think is sort of my thing now. Um, find that interesting. You know, I know we're being sarcastic, but that actually is fairly on brand. I hate that you're right. I fucking hate that you're yeah. right. Yeah. It's a little too um a little too close to home, if you know Pretty what I mean. On the nose. Yeah. Pretty on the nose. Great. Good talk. Good. good. Glad we're good both talk. in good places. Love this good. journey for us. We're doing amazing sweeties. Wonderful. Cool. 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 My favorite relationship to have come out of this, and I never <laughs> expected that in a million years. Yeah. It's terrible. So you guys make your way sort of over to the Jubilee Industries headquarters, uh, which is mostly an empty building. <laughs> but you guys do have sort of like an office in there somewhere, like a secret room where Morgan and Leah are already sort of hanging out, like not really talking to each other, like doing the steampunk equivalent of like playing on their phones and not looking at each other. <laughs> so he pulls all you in. So I'm sure you're all wondering why I fucking do here today. And Aaliyah's like, Yes, the thought crossed my mind because I do have other, better, more important things to do. So I thought we were just coming to hang out. Is that not? Is this not just a hang? Are we just not chilling like friends like we do? <laughs> and and Constantine laughs kind of bitterly and he goes, "Oh, bud, you know we don't fucking do that anymore." Oh, I'm sorry, my sarcasm's gotten dull. So I got, um, I guess you might call it a concerning message from one of the uh, engineers that's been uh, caving in certain tunnels a and he kind of like pulls like a piece of paper out of his coat and looks at it a roger fisk one of the engineers um mentioned that he had a team not report back but there's no like evidence of uh, you know i'm assuming a cave in or anything you know normal things that might kill someone who are trying to cave in a tunnel tunnel's still intact they're not back he's asking for you know backup of some kind, which, you know, we could just send, or I'm concerned. Maybe they got too close to her and she didn't like that. Or maybe someone was following them. But I'd prefer to go check it out as a group. Us, specifically, and not, like, fucking send a bunch of randos to go see and, like, I don't know, get their... And he kind of, like, trails off and, like, stares into the middle distance and doesn't finish the sentence. I think B is already on her feet with the like twin of the knife she gave Mallory in her hand without realizing she is. Oh, okay. Like I thought we would talk about it first. Oh, we used to do that. We, so did we? Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Probably the times it went better. Okay. Sorry, I mean, you was... and me specifically. No, we didn't fucking no, do that. No, but... that wasn't a thing. But no, uh, no. I think yes, yes. We we need to take care of this. What? How? What do we have in mind? What What are we doing? I mean, my thought was we just go to the fucking tunnel and stick our heads in there and see what kind of dead bodies there are. Like, oh, maybe there was just a rock that fell on their heads and it sucks. Maybe they ran into Mallory and she got mad or upset and, you know, blew their faces off or, or I don't know what she does down there, but maybe she killed them somehow. Or maybe someone followed them. And that's a whole different set of problems, if that's what it fucking is. 
Right. So I'm failing to see why we're not just going. I'm I am trying to ask for a group consensus. I'm trying to be fucking like nice and sort of reminiscent of whatever kind of a group we used to be. I didn't know if anyone had any objections to just sort of busting my ass in there, because obviously if it is the third thing, I want to go there now and like maybe, I don't know, cave the fucking place in myself if those fuckers are still there, because I owe them a lot. I owe them a lot of pain. But, uh, and Aaliyah pipes up and goes, but you're not certain if your sort of personal feelings about the whole situation are making you act impulsively. And he kind of like gestures to her like, yes, this, this, thank you. I mean, they certainly are, but I also don't think you're wrong. If they're there, we should go and find out if it truly is them and if an engineering team has unfortunately stumbled into the girl's place of, of residence and she has deemed them a threat and taken care of them. I do feel sorry for them, but um, nothing to be done about that other than cover it up, I suppose, and say it was a cave-in. So at the very least, if that is what has happened, we should go down there and cause an actual cave-in to make certain that there are no questions asked. Morgan, what do you think? And Morgan's been kind of staring off, uh, kind of at the wall, like not really looking at any of you, kind of like chewing on her nail. I, I don't see how this could be a thing that we wouldn't check out ourselves. I, I do agree with Constantine. I also believe that, with all due respect, three out of the four of us seem to be in a rather um, volatile mental state for different reasons. So I would just caution everyone to be careful and to keep eyes about and not let whatever we see affect what we do. Is that logical, reasonable, and an accurate assessment of the situation? Absolutely. Great. You've always been our eyes before. Well, things have changed a lot recently, but um, I do agree with you, Constantine. I do believe that we should go and check this out, see what has at the very least happened to these poor people. I suppose it's too much to hope for that it's just a misunderstanding and something happened to their communications equipment and they were not able to report back. <laughs> with our luck? Yeah. It's a bit too much to hope for. You guys gather yourselves and uh, start to make your way to the tunnel where you have been uh, directed. It's actually not too terribly far from your little witch cottage, which I don't know. Maybe that concerns you. Maybe it doesn't. There, are, These tunnels are all over the fucking city, so mm -hmm. it's not... Statistically, there was probably going to be one close to you. Maybe not. Maybe not that close, but like... I'm going to have to move my witch cottage. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it's got little Baba Yaga feet, so we can just stand up. And... <laughs> At least Perfect. that's what I'm manifesting. We, we can still do that, right? If I make the city believe in little Baba Yaga feet on my, on my you, house. If you I make enough right. of the city believe that there are little Baba Yaga feet on your witch cottage, yes, it will hey, have little Baba hey, Yaga actually, feet. Can I roll yes. to see if most of the city believes in that I have Baba Yaga feet on my cottage? Uh, roll a d100 for me. Yes. Uh, that's an 86. Yeah, you have little Bobby Agafi in your fucking house. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it can just sort of pick up and walk over. <laughs> and, and like Aaliyah watches your house walk. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm making a conscious decision not to ask any questions. You might have about... blood in your cottage, but I have tiny chicken feet on mine. G g who's, really, who's really winning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morgan looks at you and goes, neither of you. Both of your houses are weird and bad. <laughs> you have very bad weird houses I that I don't- I hear you. It's right there. 
<laughs> Ethan might have gizmo, but I have a fucking chicken. <laughs> I'm so angry. Excellent. <laughs> so you guys make your way to this tunnel and it's like, it's sort of like, you know, the, the ground is not quite level and it looks just like a weird sort of patch. But like, if you look through like the rocks and the scrub trees or whatever, you actually see there is like a little crevice where you can slip in. It's thin, but you can make it. And there's also some some evidence that there had at some point been like caution tape or, or like uh, those <laughs> those fantasy like orange cones, like some some evidence that like there had been construction or or a spelunking team, like that mm-hmm. there had been a team here. And a lot of that is just sort of knocked over. But if you guys would like to sort of wiggle into this crevice, it might Morgan might be the only one that would have some difficult because she thick. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of you are kind of uh, well. I don't. I don't know how 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 thick slash wayfish is Brenna. I think Brenna say? Brenna is way more wafy than Braith is for okay. sure. Um, not quite like <laughs> slender Elvin because you know war hero child, so sure, it's got sure, some sure. muscle. But I think I think she's definitely leaner okay. um, than Braith is. For sure. Okay. Um, Ali and Constantine don't have any trouble sort no, of wiggling in there true. because probably neither of them um, eat much mm-hmm. for different reasons, but they they sort of wiggle in there. Um, go ahead and give me a dex check just to make sure that you can wiggle in. Give me a dex check to see how thick dad ass is in give this me, timeline. Give me, give me a dex check to see how much in the way your your thick ass gets. <laughs> I was only an 11, so I might be uh, okay. more of a badonk than <laughs> I thought. That's one thing that transferred over to Brave. Like the commander may be a wave, but she do have dead ass. Yeah, dead ass. Um, what dead ass do though? It traps me from getting into the small crevice. But that's not so low a roll that Constantine grabs your legs and just sort of pulls, and you eventually like plot through and land on the ground. Um, he looks way too amused. Not a problem you would have ever had. Look, my ass serves its purpose, which is that it gives me a place to sit down and mm-hmm. other things. <laughs> Other things that I don't think are, even I can notice really probably aren't appropriate to talk about right now. Where's Morgan's character? She she's gonna be fine. I just want to see if you guys have to push her her donk through as well, or if she she's dexterous so enough to dexterity. do it. She has so much dexterity. Not when you roll a two, though. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, her 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 ass like full gets stuck, like her legs are just sort of dangling, and you guys are like pulling. And she, you just hear like a very long suffering sigh. She's like, you know, I've been spending a lot of time in the library lately, and it's quiet, it's comfortable. I feel like I have really been um, progressing on on compiling information that I think is really going to be important in the future, and that's something I could be doing right now. And instead, here I am stuck half in the ground, looking out over a scrubbed wasteland full of sad, scrawny-looking people, and a house that is clucking at me. This is not my preferred way to spend this day. Just like old times, right? I don't remember this specifically happening before, uh, but the you vibe, know... The vibe is there. The vibe is there. Um, I, you guys do eventually manage to... It might take all three of you sort of hanging off of only one of us could legs. cast grease. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does take sort of all three of you sort of yanking, but she eventually pops through and falls down. I guess and- I could have dimensioned all you, but... <laughs> but this was way more this fun. This was way more fun. So you, you, you guys eventually, like, as it, as you fall through that sort of initial, like, thin crevice, it becomes more of, like, a tunnel that you can army crawl through, and then it becomes large enough. You and Constantine might have to duck, mm-hmm. um, but you can move relatively uh, comfortably through. Before we get too far in, I think I'm going to, like, throw up a, a pause on the team and be like, mm-hmm. should we do this invisible? Yes, that would be quite 
well, that's a good idea. We should definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do that. Let's, let's be invisible. Absolutely, let's be invisible. Uh, does Aaliyah still have it, or because I can cast it on everybody if not? Yeah, if you want to, like Aaliyah will split it with you. If you want to do people, do two people, and she'll do two people. Perfect. That way, we each only burn one third level spell. Exactly. <laughs> I was like counting up, and I was like, I could burn a six level spell slot on this, or <laughs> or what if Might. we what if we didn't do that? If we didn't do that and saved it for what's probably about to be real bad. You guys uh, turn yourselves invisible and uh, give me a stealth check with advantage. Mm, lovely. Still a six. With advantage? Yep. Because I got a nat one on the other oh, one. Oh, no. All right. Well, that's a 24 for Morgan. It's one of those group checks where if most people get it, we're okay. Uh, no. Good. This makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> The dice, the dice are telling the story really well in this, yeah. side, in this side session, and it makes me angry. Okay, well, Khan only got an eight, even with advantage, so you idiots <laughs> are tracks. not. That's the new disaster boys. It's fine. <laughs> Disastrous relationship ended with Nate. I am the new disaster now. Look at me. I am the disaster now. Look at me. <laughs> okay, and a, and a 14 for Malia. Surprisingly good. You guys creep, you think, quite effectively through the tunnel. And uh, you you make it down. It's it's a sort of like a sloping down tunnel, which you expected. They're all going to Mallory, so they would slope down it at, at a certain point. And you come across a bunch of crumpled bodies on the ground. And you know immediately that, first of all, this wasn't Mallory because they're not close enough to her. And also you see that they are singed and many of them have their throats cut. There's about three or four people. Most of them have their throats cut. That's a, that's a very... Never seen a cave-in that's good with knives. And as you say that, you see one of the bodies open their eyes. Fuck. I don't think you could forget these eyes if you tried. They are sunken and black and the smile is very wrong. And you hear that giggle again. And that not-dead body moves so fast they are on you because they do have sea invisibility which is what i was checking (laughs) fucking fuck of course they fucking fuck do fuck the shitty stealth check plus like speaking out loud which i think is the two of them plus the sea invisibility i think like she was in a point where she figured that even if someone would be able to hear her or you know there would be like i'm invisible like i'm gonna have time i don't think even in that moment especially having lived sort of like out on her own, not needing to worry about this kind of stuff for quite a while. Maybe the tactical brain wasn't all the way on. Maybe see invisibility as a spell was not something that she would have considered in the moment. So you were unprepared when this person who uh, it's, it kind of looks just like a, like a half elven sort of like young person with like, you know, sort of shaggy blonde hair, but these eyes, these dark sunken black eyes, you know it's the same person. And they are on you like a, a fucking skittering horror in a in a in a horror <laughs> game. It it's bad. Jesus Christ. There's no time to even react. You hear the start of a of a surprised sort of shout from the your your friends, from your teammates around you, but they don't even get a full sound out before you feel the dagger at your throat. And it doesn't hurt nearly as much as you thought it would. It's like there isn't time for it to hurt. 
at least part of your last few seconds are wasted thinking, I thought this would hurt more than this. And maybe you open your mouth to say that or to be sassy or to do something and you cough once, twice, and you feel something thick lodged in your throat and you think it's blood and you go to spit up a clot of blood and instead what you spit up is a crystal that is indeed covered in blood, but looks like what you would expect it to look like. And at this point, you know what that means. This whole process has taken maybe four seconds, not even like a full round of combat. The people around you have probably just barely been able to get out their full, ah! as the surprise of someone moving when they didn't expect someone to move. Like, they have not even processed far enough to realize what has happened. They're not past, oh shit, that person's not dead. What are you thinking in your last few seconds? I think it's a mix of that cold detachment that has still been a fight for her ever since the potion went wrong. Of kind of like a, like you were saying that, oh, this should have hurt more. And then just the deepest welling of regret. It is overwhelming. And I think that's probably the feeling that carries her out. Because she can't see her friends because they're all invisible, but she knows they're there. And it's, it's flashes of regret over basically abandoning Morgan and regret over never saying anything to Nate and regret over losing contact with Constantine and even all the way back to letting Henry die and losing Aaliyah and then regret over Mallory. All it is is regret and shame and guilt. Hmm. Well, I hate that. Um, Yeah, it's awful. She's in a bad fucking place and then she got murked. I mean, sometimes you get straight murked. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes you go invisible and you roll a bad stealth check. Even and you talk advantage. out loud like an idiot because you you've been living by yourself as a hermit for the last 40 years, and then sometimes you die. You're used to talking <laughs> to your house, who clunks back sometimes. <laughs> my house never slits my throat when I say stuff out loud. I don't understand. So you you fade out. She broken. We broke her. Well, we're, you know, we who knows what's going to happen? Because know. now we get into... Um, we're going to skip the part where you're a literal baby. Um, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do when you're a little... <laughs> I, throw, I throw up throw specifically up on Constantine's lot. shoes. Spitefully. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. So we're going to skip the part where you're a literal baby. Mm-hmm. But you're a literal baby for a while. <laughs> Roughly the amount of time that anyone would be a literal baby. It's funny how that works. It, infant memories are, are weird. Like, there's probably not a lot of, of, like, real, hardcore, like, solidified memories. All you know is that at some point, you were taken down the mountain and handed off to Fallon Avalaf. Good choice, guys. Good choice. What do you mean, Aaliyah didn't want to raise me? <laughs> fun, fun, fun story. Originally, I had it that Morgan did. Oh, and then I was so like, that's weird. too weird. That's, I can't. That's very that's Twilight. Way. That's very yes, Twilight. <laughs> that's actually exactly why I changed it. I was like, no, if we're going to do this, she was in love with her and never said anything subplot. Mm-hmm. That can't, that can't be a thing. Thank you. Because the next time she, it's already going to be weird enough, made, like looking at Constantine, her like going back in and having to look Morgan in the eye being like, you, you were in love with me. So that's also my mom. <laughs> 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 yeah no we're not gonna do that good call good call <laughs> all you know is that eventually the the decision was made for you to go down the mountain and live uh with fallon avalath and the way that the crystal works is that you don't automatically immediately get these memories back roll a d12 for me and keep rolling until you get higher than a six <laughs> you've got to be at least six for these to to take awesome it's a 12 okay that's that's probably less traumatizing <laughs> You grow up in Misan. 
You grow up with the people who are there. You grow up. And as you are growing up, Fallon is very kind. She's very kind to you. She's very kind to everybody. There are moments, though, when you catch her looking at you with like a very blank expression on her face. And for many of your early years, you, you probably don't know what that means if you even notice what it is at all. As you start getting older, like as you start getting 9, 10, 11, she begins sort of filling you in on the idea like, hey, it is very possible, because they would have had to have filled her in at this point on everything that is going on. She's like, hey, it is possible at some point you're going to start remembering some things. If that happens, let's talk. That is essentially kind of what it boils down to. And when you're 12 years old, you do start getting the memories back. And it's not like this, where it's like, okay, I drank these, and like, I don't know what's me and what's her. It's like, you know who you are, and you know that you did those things, and that was you. I think for a minute, because <laughs> like, of course, kids growing up and like getting close to puberty and all that start hearing about like, ooh, I had the talk and the talk. And I think she hears other kids in the town talking about it. And she was like, this is the same thing, right? Like, yeah. this is the, who were, who were you? What did you, what war did you fight in? And the kids are like, I put a condom on a banana. <laughs> I have hair in weird places. I, I didn't murder people with my bare hands. What are you talking about? Yeah, this like, is, what's a polycule? <laughs> That's I'm a very 12. What's a polycule? When that one comes back, where she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's like, ah, you got that oh, yeah. one. You got okay. that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we yeah, go. I was waiting for that one. Yeah. I am uh, going to explain that one to you. You're going to have to talk to uh, someone else about that because that but was. That uh, seems like it was one of the better ones. Yeah, it was. So I'm going to just sort of leave you to that. That's going okay. to be your thing now. I have to process that on my own. Yes. <laughs> I'm try. I really want her to have picked up Fallon's accent in this incarnation. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. So, like, if that's what you want, yeah, absolutely, 100%. So, yeah, uh, you you live kind of like a relatively normal, like, Mison life uh, up until, you know, 12 when these memories start coming back. And, like, suddenly you put together, like, that's why she was kind of looking at me a little bit weird. Because knowing Fallon, how you know her at this point, like, you understand, like, this is a child who needs to be raised. And I'm not going to judge this child for what the person she used to be did. It softens as the years go on because I don't think I don't think it could not, you know, like at some point it's like, oh, okay, like that was y'all cut and run and left us to die. And it's only because I'm a level 18 druid (laughs) uh, that we didn't. Um, If I wasn't a bad bitch, we'd all be dead. If I wasn't a super bad bitch, hot, tight grandma, we'd all be dead. Um, (laughs) However, I am all of these things. So but there comes a point where as a spiritual person, essentially, she has to ask herself, like, how much am I willing to give up my own happiness to keep hanging on to this? And kind of like, as the years go on, that look fades. It it comes less and less often. But you do remember that that's a thing that you did. And you feel the way you feel about it. I think that's an immediate conversation when that memory, like when the, because yeah, like the, and and I don't, I doubt they come back in order. Like, I'm sure it's a like, I think it's a very confusing, like, uh, ah, ooh, ah. I don't know, kind of like the dreams where it was like, where the fuck does that fit in? Okay. Yeah. What's that yeah. The about? only reason that you're getting all of these in order is because like, that's the way that the, the potion works. Right, right, right. So I think since it's coming back organically, it's more like a, oh shit. But I think like the war memories, it was, you know, they probably had a conversation about that, about like their other cultures and this is how yours operated, but you ran from there. Like you decided mm-hmm. that was wrong, like that sort of thing. But I think when it gets to what she did to Misan, she like goes to Fallon full, just in tears, just yeah. so upset. 
And with that, like, I've done so many bad things. What can I do? I have to make up for this. I have to. I think that's the part where Fallon is like, all right, no, we're done here. Like, this is, I can't, I can't hold this grudge anymore. Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, Like, here's this child, like, crying to me saying, how do I fix it? And it's like, okay, well, especially knowing what she knows now about the regeneration potion and, like, the memory spell, they would have had to have told her everything. She was like, you give me a baby. Why are you giving me baby? What is this? What do I mean? this is Brenna. Um, (laughs) Mm, I have seen Brenna. This is not Brenna. We fucked up her brain. This is baby. She left you to die. Sorry. (laughs) So yeah, they would have had to fill her in on everything. And she would have been like, maybe tell me things. (laughs) Like, I'll just point to the baby. Because it was literally Brenna being like, don't fucking tell Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> just like, point. Yeah. It was her. Honestly, that's probably when she finds out that Nate's dead. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone would have thought to tell her. Oh, fuck, they wouldn't have, would they? Nate would have been the one to be like, hey, just so you know, somebody died. He was like the link between the two places. Yeah, I think that's probably the other like big memory that comes back. Like, there are a couple times that she comes to her, like, you said if I had memories, we needed to talk, we need to talk. And I think one of them is that I left Nissan. I can't believe I did that. What can I do to fix it? I have to atone for this. And the other one was like, oh, and by the way, this man who we both loved is gone. Yeah. Woof. 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 Um, yeah, I don't think she can help you with, with the date one. She's like, I, I am here to help you process your feelings. I do not need to know specifics. Please do not tell me. I don't think she does. But she, she even makes it as delicate as he's gone. Like you haven't seen him in a while. You probably assumed something was up. She, I think she, like, when he stopped coming around, I think she had to have put the pieces together, but it's one thing to assume and it's another thing to know. To be told. Yeah. yeah. So I think she, I think she confirmed it. I think all she tells her is like, he was extremely brave and he did exact, he was true to himself to the last. And that's all she does. She just tells her the positive takeaway. If Alan probably has very complicated feelings about this, but the one that is overarching is you know, this might be Brenna, but this is a very different Brenna than the one that cut and ran and left us here. This is a kid who needs somebody. And so however else I feel about who that person used to be, which, I mean, she never hated you. She never hated any of them. Like, and in her soul, she could understand, like, you got to protect your people. I get it. They were their people too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's sort of the other half of it is like, I thought we were your people. I thought you were mine. Well, there's such a big struggle going on with her and has been about the whole like, because her gut reaction is, but I was a different person because this went wrong. And then the rest of her going, you cannot use that as an excuse forever. You still made that choice and you knew it was wrong. Yeah. And that's been like, I like what I've seen, which is that like, because that happened so quickly after the spell was cast as she went onwards she started to recognize like this has happened to me like these are the things that that i am saying and doing and like became more cognizant of that Mm -hmm. and like there were moments when she was able to win out over that urge and moments when she wasn't but that happened when i don't even think she knew what to look for at least not like in a way where she could have done much about it successfully yeah it's almost like there were two warring entities in her head huh (laughs) Uh-oh. <laughs> Tee-hee. Oh Tee-hee. boy. So yeah, you you have this this childhood experience, which like you get a childhood now. You didn't get to have that before. That's cool. Side note, she's a complete wild child. I know that's a surprise to no one. Yeah. Even by Mizan standards, she's like 
utter wild child. Okay, you do have to. Okay, it's uh, three o'clock in the morning. You do need to come sleep, please. Sleep is oppression. Okay. I'm leading a revolution against your sleep. I feel like it is oppression, and now I am having a rebellion against it. It is uh, sleep keeps you alive. That is not how it works. I understand where your brain is coming from. However, you are twelve, so <laughs> so go the fuck to bed. So go go to sleep. Here is book written by uh, fantasy Samuel L. Jackson. It's called <laughs> "Go the Fuck to Sleep." We read it together, okay? I like it because it says "fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so around twelve, your memories start coming back. Uh, you would assume that like at some point, once you have a clear picture of like, ah, this is who I was, this is what happened, and like are processing them in a way that feels like the way a grown up would process, Fallon would then contact the others and be like, hey, don't take her back yet because she's still like 14, but your weird thing worked. <laughs> I think probably like immediately after sending that message, you're like 14 and Aaliyah just shows up one day. She's like, all right, lift your arms. I'm going to take your blood pressure. All right, do this. Good to see, Good to see you. See you. It's okay. been what, 14, 15 years now. Long time. And yeah, Fallon's like, time. no, 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 no. I tell you, do not come here. Go away. Also, you not invited because of all of the body stealing you have been doing. Go away. Shoot. Shoot. Aaliyah may or may not listen to her. She keeps trying to sneak in and like take your vitals and stuff. <laughs> I think she's to a point where she probably like, it has that mix of, I remember all my stuff and I'm an adult, but also I'm semi-rebellious teen still. So she probably like sneaks out to meet up with Aaliyah to like let her do her sciency shit. That continues until probably you're about like 18, 19. Fallon sort of recommends, maybe you shouldn't have like a super smart sort of commander uh, teenager with the functional memories of someone much older if you guys don't want attention drawn to you. Here's a thought. So you're probably like 18, 19, 20 before you actually like sort of go back to start a life on the point again. How do you feel about leaving Mizan? I think she's excited because in her head, she's like, I can come back. It's right here. Like, I can't, I can't walk through the fog by myself, but Aaliyah can take me through. Like, I can come back. This isn't a problem. I'm basically going on like a fun study abroad because there's still that part of her that like wants to do and go Mm -hmm. and be part of it and be part of things. So she like, I think there's excitement because again, at that point, she's not like, I am leaving my family. It's like, I'm going on another adventure. I'm just up there. I'm literally, I can see it. I'm right there. I'll be back. It's, and it's kind of like a, that old echo of, I have a mission and I got to go get back to it is back a little bit, not quite to the same level. (laughs) It's not like, oh yes, you are critical to the mission. We're not back there, but that like, I have shit I got to do. I got to go do it but I'm not going, I'm not abandoning you. I think she makes it really clear to Fallon. Like she takes extra time to be like, I'm leaving, but I'm, because I have, but I'm not leaving you, but I'm not leaving you. It feels like overcompensation, but well, okay. Probably so, but you need to know that that is not my okay. intention this time. You know that, like I have, I know. I have to, I, but. She like grabs you by the face. I know. Okay. This was always meant to be temporary. I am sad to see you go, but you are right. I am right here. Your terrible, creepy eye friend can bring you back whenever you want. Be good to the people around you. You go to your friends, okay? Do not do anything crazy or weird or violent. Just promise I won't do two of the three. Hey, it's more than I expected. <laughs> to be to be very honest, it's more than I expected. That is good. She like pats you on the cheek. She gives her a big hug and then heads out. Yeah. So you you essentially walk straight into a debrief with your friends who you haven't seen in about you know most of them in about twenty years. They all look confused and kind of like they don't really know how to behave around you. 
because this is the first time they've seen it work really like okay yeah. you guys did it on a cow or a fish or whatever <laughs> but like this is the first time like a person has come back. With back with a pan-european accent what the fuck is going yeah, on like what is it? it's it's not like i like it it's good it's a little hot i'm not gonna lie um but also you're like 20 now and that's weird for me but i'm also like 320 is that how it works is it- it's it's weird all around um i also think that when she walked in she like has between all of the like new memories she's made growing up now in Mizan and the like that little bit of like tutelage that happened when she was already older and how much that affected her. I think it's amplified because she was a literal child there for a, a long time before she remembered everything. Mm-hmm. I think she walks in and like straight up hugs everybody. <laughs> like in the middle of this debrief, she's like, <laughs> bring it in <laughs> uh, morgan kind of like stiffens just for a second like she's surprised but she like immediately hugs you back you go to hug alia and she just sort of like stands there with her arms by her sides and is like mm, i've seen mm, you this is less i mean mm. we, we had the thing going yeah she like this. pets you like on the shoulder a little bit <laughs> that feels um, like a science project i am your science project and like constantine just kind of lets you hug him for a couple of seconds and then hugs you back way too hard for a very <laughs> short period of time <laughs> And it kind of pushes you away and is like, don't touch me. You have like weird little child energy. It's bizarre. They kind of give you a heads up on on what's been happening. Basically, since you've been gone. Since you've been gone! (laughs) Everybody's kind of like switched up identities and names. You already knew this. The folks in Mizan have been like, Aaliyah, you can't have any more bodies. Please don't come here anymore. And she's like, but I don't have enough blood. And they were like, "Mm, we fully don't believe you. You have more blood than anyone could possibly need. We've heard about the blood house. There's plenty. You're good. There's plenty of blood, but they've uh, essentially forbidden her from like taking any more. And they also fill you in on sort of the power that they've realized that Mallory has, which is that she can essentially pull souls from the fog and kind of uh, keep them Basically, she's made Terran at this point. <laughs> um, and she's like, look what I made. And Constantine's like, that's fucking horrifying. Please don't do that. I made a friend. I made a friend, literally. But like, they've left, like, basically, like, all right, if you want to like, make robots or whatever, like, here, and just sort of basically gave the four-year-old an iPad and was like, go do whatever it is you're going to do. We're not going to put any internet restrictions on. Have fun. They drop like, all these materials in the room that uh, Aaliyah never finished, um, just for Mallory to use kind of whenever she wants to make a new friend or guest or whatever. They're like, yeah, so that's happening now. We don't really fucking know what to do about that. And they've also been able to find out some information on the strike team. After you died... You get the sense no one like really talks about it and nobody really like says it outright, but you get the sense that the three of them really banded together in a way that they hadn't in a while. It was almost like that was the last straw. That was like as much as they could possibly handle. And so they really kind of busted their ass over the last 20 some odd years trying to figure out what they could. And they actually managed to find out some information what they find out is that the strike team is composed of five people which you knew there's a colonel and a major and three captains the focus has been on the shapeshifter for obvious reasons they find out that this person is named hazel tall t-o-l-l and they have figured out that at least two of them are probably part of the church but they're not totally sure about the others like where they are or what they're doing so it's not much but it's certainly better than what you guys had before. You can do a lot with a name. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Constantine's shop no longer sells gadgets and shit. It sells potions now. But she's like, I'm not as good 
I bet. So you're not poisoning people, are you? I mean, unless they're asking for that to be what happened, like you're being careful. Yes. Exploding uh, things was always your, what you were good at. So I am not poisoning people on purpose. To, that's the usually about. usually yes okay most of the time if we got like an 85 percent success don't rate put restrictions on me don't fucking tell me what to do and how many people i can or cannot poison well team tbd only take charlie potions, <laughs> on potions. <laughs> so yeah so you guys um you guys kind of get settled into like the new biz of it do you go back to your Bobby Yaga hut Yes, but not to stay. Because okay. <laughs> here's here's the thing. I will say, like when when you disappeared, the legend of the Babiaga witch kind of faded, which means that the house can't walk anymore. Don't take my chicken house away from me. Roll me another <laughs> D100 with disadvantage and see how many people still remember because there hasn't been anyone to push the legend of the Babiaga for twenty years. Guess what? She back, baby. <laughs> the witch of the back now. Back uh yeah that's only a 16 so probably disadvantage is even worse <laughs> yeah we're, we'll just yeah just, um the 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 hut is unfortunately just where it is for right now if you if more people start believing in the babiaga again maybe it will start walking um <laughs> i think she's like wildly dramatic just by herself about it for a minute <laughs> no! going, no, no! <laughs> very much like the kid who like cried over jaguars dying in the woods um like over her house being gone but she's like i will bring you back I will make you walk again. And Constantine's like, it was never supposed to have chicken legs. You know this, right? That was always fucking weird. Don't put restrictions on me. (laughs) Okay, so you go back to the not mobile Mm -hmm. house. Um, So I think she splits her time knowing that. And there's just like this petty, stupid side of her that she can't let go of where she like pushes that rumor every chance she gets. (laughs) And like goes out there sometimes to cast weird spells and like, uh, but I don't think she like actively stays there because it was so close to where she died. Yeah. She's fearful that it's linked to her. That's fair. But I think for the rest of the time, she actually joins the guard. Oh! Yeah. Uh-huh. I think she joins the guard and uses it as a front to like deepen the investigation on this strike team. She brings this intel in and is like, we have people in the city that are out to hurt people. And I want to stop it. You work under Gregoire then. Oh God, I was, I thought that was going to happen, but I wasn't sure. You like the timeline works out that you'd be working under Gregoire because wait, oh God, it might even have been before Gregoire. Cause hang on. Cause that's going to be. Was I Gregoire's boss? (laughs) You wouldn't have worked under Gregoire. You would have worked with Gregoire. That's almost worse, but better, but worse. So yeah, you kind of go back and forth. You join the guard. You let the guard and folks know like, hey, there are people in the city that are that are trying to hurt us. Give me a persuasion check. Luckily, I'm still pretty good at those. Uh, that's going to be a 19. The, the whoever is captain at that time takes you seriously and they say, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. But they're they're on guard they are keeping an eye out for for like they they believe you but you guys as a whole are generally way more powerful than the guard and you have information that they don't have yeah and you haven't been able to find them like this was a good idea and they are on your side and like they would probably help you if you were able to find more but you get the sense that just based on the capacity that comes with just being like a normal ass person who might not even be real, depending on, I don't know how Brenna feels about that, but like you technically made all these people and like they are having children and like growing old and dying and growing up and having children of their own. So like mm-hmm. she feels how she feels about that. But like <laughs> technically 
everyone who was born within this bubble could be considered not real in some capacity. Mm. So, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I think her thought was more like if they ever slip and she puts the name Hazel Tall out there. Um, yeah. So I think she like works really hard and pull, probably pulls some bullshit on the back end to be like in a position where like if any rumors came through, she could hear it and then go, hey, God Squad, guess what? This shit's happening. Let's go investigate further. Yeah. She's clearly very good at this job, but I will say like, she's not going to be able to get to like captain because like Caspian and Mary Constance are probably like the youngest captains that have ever been had. And like Caspian's pushing 40. Cause I don't, I don't think it makes sense for her to make captain before she, before she gets murked another time, Mm -hmm. even though part of her brain is like, well, I was a fucking Colonel when I was 15. Why can't Mm -hmm. I be fine? Whatever, I guess. Um, <laughs> that little bitter part of her still in there. I guess like, if you're going to have this city where like we don't work 20 hour days and gaslight each other, fine. I guess I'll have to have a childhood and waste all that fucking time. Yeah, if I did work 20 hour days, maybe I could be what? like that. Just that little voice. Because that's still there. It's just very. Um, but now she can hear it because it talks in a different accent. <laughs> yep. Now, now there's a separation. I hear your voice in my head. You are very evil. It's very, I don't evil. like I'm this. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> whoever is the guard captain, I think she makes a point to forge a friendship with them mm-hmm. like deeply. And at first it's strategic. You're probably not real, but there are very real people hiding in the city who are going to kill all of us. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make friends with this person so that they'll tell me things they shouldn't. And then it becomes like a real friendship because she's also like back to being that kinder, more empathetic self. That's how she spends her time. Okay. So you insert yourself back into the community that way and you're able to do that. And so that's kind of uh, the next several months to a year-ish. And there's a day when you get a message in your head that feels like sending, but it's not quite sending. Can you guys come and visit? I have um, something here you might want to see. And you know it's Mallory. Mm-hmm. And there's a pause. She's really scared. She uses her brain thing to mm-hmm. reach out to Constantine and then Morgan because it's only a one at a time and be like, mm-hmm. y'all hear that? Y'all hear that shit? You and too? there's a there's a general uh-huh 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 yeah cool. sure needed, did needed the cave <laughs> the way that you guys have in is through the shop that Constantine's opened back up so you guys yeah. sort of make your way into Mallory's cave do you think you visit Mallory I I don't think she visits Mallory directly mm-hmm. but I do think she goes into the fog because she knows Mallory has some capacity to talk through the fog. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think every now and then she falls and she probably doesn't tell the others this, they may or may not know. Um, but I think she still goes and looks for, um, maybe not with as much like fervor and single-mindedness as she used to, but I think she does go to that same spot and looks, and then we'll just sit and every now and then does a like, can you hear, can you hear me here? And like, we'll try to talk to Mallory in the fog and it's not all the time, but I think, you know, once or twice a month, <laughs> she probably goes yeah. out there every couple of weeks. And does and does talk to her and just check in, but not directly. I think that's fair. As you guys have seen before, it's kind of hit or miss if yeah. like who or what is going to appear to you in the fog. Half the time you're like, can you hear me here? And then you hear like the terrible dragging of feet behind you and the groaning. You're like, oh, it's a cryptid. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys meet, you guys go down, you go into Mallory's cavern and there are two robots now. So, so you have like a, a weird spider robot and like a silver Kirby Jigglypuff robot that prints dot matrix printers. Mm-hmm. So she's got two friends now, you guess. Great, cool. But there is a very much alive human woman sort of backed up against the rock in like tattered picture. Um, oh. The outfit from the mummy. 
that the woman wears, but like fucked to hell and back. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, her face is like covered in soot and uh, she's got like a bloody lip, like she's fallen down or, or like hit her face on something and she's got auburn hair like pulled up into like a super messy bun and she's just like backed against the wall looking terrified. Hey, Ashley, you know what I hate? What do you hate? That divine sense is useless. Um, <laughs> I will die on this goddamn hill. What a useless fucking spell. And I'm they so give, sorry. They give Paladin so much. I had like eight, eight uses of this shit. What the fuck am I ever going to use that for? I mean, I'll tell you what it could be used for. It, it detects celestials. Mm-hmm. Owlins are celestial. Owlins like Khan and technically they would ping as celestial, but like no, the way that like, like I wouldn't ping as celestial or would I? That's, that's one of those. No, you would all ping as celestial because even if you were like celestial from Liber Alla, you were all from the same dimension, like the same outer plane. Dope. That is exactly so, what I was hoping you would give me the bullshit. That's why I kept fucking complaining about it. Cool. Before I do anything, I'm going to cast Channel Divinity and see how this bitch pings. Because if this is the shapeshifter trying to trick us, I'm going to kill her. Does does not ping. Excellent. Pings is a person. Pings is Ginny's mom who's got it going on. <laughs> she got does it. got it going on. Um, <laughs> she's like very much like backed against the wall, like wide eyed, um, staring at this this creepy little haunted doll and her two terrifying <laughs> robots. <laughs> and she immediately sort of like sees you guys come in and kind of like flicks her eyes to you and like smiles really wide and says, "Hi, hi, pe- people, fellow people." Help, please. She will not, if you want to come around the long side of the cave and just come be with us, she will not hurt you. I know she is different looking. She will not, she just wants friends. This super feels like a trap. It super Super feels like a trap. trap. Uh, So what can I do to prove to you it's not a trap and we are here to help you? Uh, (laughs) And she just kind of points at Taryn, who once again is a terrifying spider robot, and who's like, there's... But it's Taryn. It's just Taryn. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Cool. This is good. This is a good day for me. Roll a persuasion check for me. 17. Uh, 22. You you see her. She's still like uh, fear cackling. (laughs) But she like very, very slowly begins to sort of like inch her way along the outside of the wall. Would you like a little... Do you want to be calm? I can make you calm if that's That's helpful. A horrible way to word things. I can make you calm. I can, okay. I can help with you being calm. I'm not very good at talking to people, am I? And she kind of like looks over her shoulder at Constantine. It's like, I thought I was no. better. I thought I was better at this though. No. I used to be, here, right? Here, let me try. And he no. like puts his hand on your forehead and like puts you back. <laughs> she tries to like She's slap like, him. Like, He's no. like just holding you back with a hand on your forehead. <laughs> She's not going to fucking get you. Calm down. Just, yeah, walk walk over here. But that's, she was already doing that. Um <laughs> We're just but idiots. he's like, look, I did it. I'm very fucking good Excellent. at this. Excellent. You're very good at this. You're talented and everybody wants to fuck you. Um, yeah, pretty much. And she kind of eases her way over and like the robots and, and the lost girl are like following her. <laughs> You're used to this pretty much yeah. at this point. Like, you know, it's mostly harmless. Mm-hmm. You can recognize how this might be a terrifying experience. Terrifying. <laughs> did you check in with Aaliyah? If you didn't like contact her and be like, hey, did you hear that? She would not be there. Oh, does she need to be for plot purposes though? Cause like, no. cause Mallory wouldn't have contacted her. She would have contacted her friends. I think they probably talked about it though. I will say that. Like, I think there's an understanding where she's like, do you want to? 
I'm assuming you don't want to be a part of this, but like, if you want to, I'll tell you, but if you don't want to blanket, what it boils down to is if she's about to do something or is involved in something that causes imminent danger to us or to the city as a whole, I need to be involved whether I want to or not. If you guys mm-hmm. are just sort of like trying to do your thing or you want to make her a person again or whatever, I don't really need to be involved in that because I don't care one way or the other. Okay. I think she um, deems this to be more on that direction where she's like, I will ping, like, I will send a message to Aaliyah the second shit breaks bad. Like mm-hmm. if we get down here and she's like, I found more friends and there are like a hundred dead bodies. Like then, <laughs> then we'll ping her. Um, she but, makes like a megazord of corpses. He's <laughs> like, I didn't think of that first. I'm so angry. <laughs> no, I don't think in that case, it would have been like a, if we decide this is a city threatening, I'll let her know, but I'm not bringing her down here otherwise. So no, okay. she's not there. So the the woman, she looks to be like sort of in her like late, late twenties, maybe she kind of edges like towards you and like fully like grabs Constantine by the shoulders and like positions him in front of her. Like she's using him like a shield. And she's like, I really should have picked someone with like more. You are nothing but you're basically hiding behind a fence post at this point. Yeah, this is this is not. Well, I mean, like there's muscle. Okay, I can. Yeah. He's like, am I just being groped by a stranger? I'm not not into this. I'm just questioning. That's and she's like, a... no, you're just a meat shield. Just be a meat shield for a second. Hi, what's going on? Why is this here? My name's Galia. Who are you? How did you get down here? There is, there's a whole thing with the cave systems and there shouldn't be in this part of it. How, how, how did you get down here? And she like points to... And like when you when you point out the openings, you can see where they are, but looks like somebody missed one that hasn't been caved in. And essentially what she'll sort of give you a very quick rundown. She was scavenging. That's what she does. Mm -hmm. And she fell into one of the open caverns and was literally spit out into this giant cavern. Um, I don't have to close that one down. I'm not on that team anymore. Fuck. (laughs) Morgan's like making no. She's like, we'll get it shut down. Don't worry. So it's what is this? What is happening here? What did she uh, say to you? Um, she asked me what I was doing here. She asked Balance. me if I wanted to be her friend. You? Um, I, She's I mean, very nice, really. I I said yes because it felt like the option that would let me live. It was good choice. It was a good choice. Yes. I said her robots were neat because generally, when you compliment someone, they are less likely to beat you up, kill you, take you in, uh, do any of the things that I kind of don't want to happen to me. You are very person savvy. I like this. Um, you gotta be to stay alive when you make a living taking the bits of things that people don't actually want, but the second you try to take them, suddenly they want them again. I don't live a good life, so. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, that's a monster, though, right? That's a monster. Not in so many words. She is a person, was a person, is a person still, is a person still, will be a person again. I am telling you way too much information. I don't know you. I'm Galia. <laughs> Hi. Got that part. Got that part. Yeah. Galia the scavenger. Yeah, Constantine's like, what do we do we kill her? We can't kill I'm no. right here. We're not going to kill you. We're not going to kill you. I, I just feel like maybe we should. I feel you like can't. that might be e- I mean, I don't want to. Look at a rack. It's great. But I feel like maybe we you should want to take her on a date. Is that what you maybe oh, that's what no, you do instead? You wanna go date not. her? You wanna go date mm. her? Because Do you, you wanna could. date her? I mean maybe she does have a great rack. Yeah, let's just follow fucking protocol. <sighs> <laughs> just like thousand yards stare. Yeah, like they both just sort of like stare off past each other's shoulders, like at the rock. And Galia's like, I, I already knew I walked into something that I did not have any business being in, and now I don't know what this is, but it's happened again, and I don't want to be a part of that either. 
Oh my God, this Team is, TVD is going to be so fucking confused. This is bad for me. <laughs> what you're doing with your faces right now, people I don't know, very bad for me all around. Morgan's just like, okay. <laughs> yes, they'll do this sometimes. Galia, um, you have unfortunately stumbled onto something that was not meant to be seen. Um, we, we don't, as a group, trust easily. Galia says, yeah, I can tell that, by the way, that I keep repeating what my name is as what I thought was kind of like the standard universal invitation for you to then give me your names and none of you have taken me up on that in any way, shape or form. Um, So kind of was getting that. And Morgan says, right. Um, Galia starts to keep talking. Galia's like, still not going to. Okay, great. Can't be any more clear. Got to give up on that, I guess. So. We don't trust easily. This is, you have unfortunately put yourself and us in a very difficult position. Um, of course we don't want to kill you. <laughs> I don't want that either. Great. We have so much in common. Maybe we should explore that in a way that matters when I'm still alive, please. That would be great. <laughs> please don't kill me. We could just have uh, Aaliyah take her memories. So she doesn't remember, right? We could do that. I mean, we could, but you know how weird Alita gets with anything involving Mallory. Um, it's still not in her best interest to have this revealed to the city. That's very true. Um, well, yeah, I guess I guess maybe that's the... And like, I guess you guys are kind of like huddled off to the side, sort of like mm-hmm. talking about this. And the Lost Girl steps forward. No. You can't take away my new friend. We know that you are very good at making friends and also mm-hmm. making friends. Mm-hmm. And that you you prize them very, very dearly to you, yes? The problem is we want to keep you safe. <gasps> and if your new friend told people you were here, then people might come down who would make you not safe. And that's, you are my friend and I don't want to see you hurt. Does that make sense? Well, it does. But if we tell her that she can't tell anybody, it's got to be a secret. She wouldn't tell anybody, would you? Kelly goes, I will do literally whatever I have to do to not die in this cave today. <laughs> I, there, is, there is no amount of things I won't do to get out of here alive. Morgan kind of nods and says, I, I, you, um, some people will say that they will do things, um, to get what they need and then will maybe not care so much about the promises that they made. I am not saying, Miss Gallia, that you are necessarily that kind of person. And Gallia goes, no, nah, you you got a pretty decent sense of me. <laughs> um, I think I've made that pretty clear. I haven't done a very good job of hiding it. Like I have flat out said, I will do or say whatever I have to do to get out of here. Morgan says, right, right. Um, I just am concerned that she will promise you things that she cannot deliver on. And the lost girl nods and says, Well, sometimes to make people trust you, you have to give them a present. And she looks at Gally and says, Can I give you a present? Is it death? Is the present death? And the lost girl kind of laughs this tittering, sort of echoing laugh. And Gally is like, <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not a no. I would, I would say yes, probably, probably. I'd love yes. a present. Yeah, I'd love good. it. Very good, very good. I'd love a present, and 
the lost girl sort of wipes her hand over her face and puts a little smile on the mask, and Gally goes, that's very bad. It's You get used to it, but it takes a while. It's very bad for me. And um, the lost girl walks over and takes both of Gallia's hands and holds them and says, now you can make your own friends. And there's an intense blue light that emanates from her hands and sort of travels up Gallia's arms and like up her neck, up into her like her eyes. Just for a second, it's like it's like when you get struck by lightning and it's just like, hey, here's like bones like in cartoons, you know? <laughs> but it only lasts for a few seconds and the lost girl steps back and Gallia's kind of shaking her hands. Uh, that was tingly. Um, not like even necessarily bad tingly, but also what um, present. Uh, what is that? What do, I, what do I do with that? Well, you can make your own friends. I told you. Gallia looks at you all confused and still terrified. So the, her, her friends, these robots that you see, uh, they have souls in them. Like real ass people souls. <sighs> that is probably what she is talking about. The terrible spider is a, a real ass person. Yep. Yeah, real ass, in, real a ass ter- in a terrible spider body. Terran. Terran is a real ass person, yes. What do I do with that? Why do I have that? Why was that? Why is that a thing I have? Why is that a thing I can do? <laughs> because you took a present from a terrible creepy doll in a weird cave? <laughs> yeah, like this is it tracks. Galia, why are you why did are you, you think it was gonna be a cake? What did you think? And uh <laughs> and the lost girl still has this little smile on her on her little porcelain face and says, Now you can make as many friends as you want. Just you have to be careful when you touch people. Oh, I guess you just shouldn't touch people. Oh, I'm sorry. Gallia kind of like raises a hand and like puts it on Constantine's shoulder and the lost girl lets out a little laugh and says, well, it won't work on him. Oh, good. That was my face where I was <laughs> like, they had a whole ass relationship oh, yeah, they did. going on. They did. Well, it won't work on him. Okay, why? Well, if you've already given your whole soul to somebody else, how can you give it a piece to anybody else that he doesn't have anything left to give? And like Constantine, like dead eyes her. Where now we don't have time to unpack that. We don't have time to unpack that at all. But you're saying pretty much anyone but me. And she kind of looks at you too. I reach out for Galia's hand. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Unless you think you wouldn't be fine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. That's pretty much what she thought. And she yeah. just like looks at Khan and kind of like dead eyed, but just shrugs. <laughs> Galia's just like holding both of your hands, <laughs> staring at this monster, going, This is a bad day. Is this this was a you, bad day for me. This is how you thought your Tuesday was going to go, no? Um, no, probably not. You know, I thought maybe I'd get arrested again. I don't know. Thought maybe I'd have to steal some food again. Don't know. Look, the memory thing is still on the table, but I don't think she wants it in that. You can steal souls, apparently, but not ours. I so. don't necessarily. I mean, unless I can make cool robots, which great rad, I guess. Actually, <laughs> are you guys like ethical people or in Constantine immediately goes, oh, no, 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 Did you see that we don't have souls left, apparently? So, no. I mean, you're not going cool. to outright kill anyone, though? Not on purpose. And Constantine goes, I like that answer. That's a good answer. That's an answer after my own heart. It's an answer I can live with, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> 
So <laughs> and Kelly kind of squeezes both your hands and is like, I think we might be friends. Or at least I have gone through a terrible trauma and you guys were here. So now I think you're stuck with me. I think that's the definition of friends as I know it anyway. That's pretty much how and Morgan's like behind going. That's essentially how we are all friends. Yeah. Yes. Trauma bonding. It's what you do. Great. Don't know any of your names. We're friends now, though. If you see me in the street, you will probably hear people refer to me differently, but you can call me B. And real names are given, mm -hmm. things are said. And I don't think anyone really wanted Gallia to be a part of this. And at no point do you guys ever tell her we're gods. She doesn't know your story. Like, that may actually be why it doesn't work on you. That could just be Mallory's perception. But the question is, if all of this is stuff that she can do based on what other people, based on like their perception of what she is, how much does what she think it is make it true? It's all very nebulous. I don't know why mm -hmm. I did it this way. I love um, oh, I've done this. So it's a, I, maybe it doesn't work because you're a god. Maybe it doesn't work because you gave your entire soul to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Who knows? You know, you guys never tell Gaia the whole story. So she doesn't know your god. She doesn't know where you came from, but she does know that at the very least, you believe you came from somewhere else. There are people out to get and harm you. And as a result, you have to stay under the radar. But she eventually goes about making herself a, a toy empire because, you know, she doesn't want to be poor anymore and fall in any more caverns scavenging where she might be eaten by robots and or their eldritch creators. We were there for her garage moment. <laughs> She became yeah, Steve Jobs. Exactly. This was this is where she became Steve Jobs, except she was also being threatened with friendship by an eldritch monstrosity. Look, we don't um, we weren't there. Yeah, you know, we don't know what happened. We don't know what Steve did. But like as she remains sort of in your not your inner circle, but like she's she's probably like one of the few potentially not real quote unquote people that you guys have any sort of familiarity with whatsoever. And like she and Constantine take up for a while. It's not good or healthy, as none of Constantine's relationships are. And it doesn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> All things considered. But like it is it is one of those like it is intense and it ends quickly and badly. I think when it ends, like B is waiting there like with a cigarette for her, just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you knew this was going to happen, didn't you? And not in the specifics, but I've seen the pattern. Cool. <laughs> you guys just like smoke <laughs> and stare at an alley. <laughs> but even like that, she she sort of like remains in your, she and Constantine don't get along anymore necessarily. She does sort of help as much as she can. And she knows she doesn't know the whole story. And when you guys are like, yeah, so there are these people and like they're dangerous and they're probably going to try and hunt us down. And like, we don't know what they look like. She was like, cool. I feel like this is one of those things where the less I know, the better it is for me. You can stop talking. She's not a dumb woman. Mm -mm. This is what we like about Gally. Instead of being like, tell me everything I'm going to help. She's like, no, I'm good. Nope. Tell me, <laughs> tell me as little as I need to know to do the least possible things that you need from me. <laughs> But you guys do get to know her well enough to know that like, you know, I always she basically she always kind of wanted to be a mom and for like was never in a position to be able to like give that to a child. And also as she like gets richer and is now in a position to be able to give that to a child, finds out that for whatever reason, she's unable to have children of her own. So like that is a thing that you know about her, which I don't know how much time Aaliyah necessarily spends with her. Probably not a lot. Because Gallia, as she gets to know you guys, and as she gets to spend more time with the lost girl, she loses some of that fear. She squarely falls on the lost girl's side. I, I 
think I've said that she didn't even know her name was Mallory. But like all she hears about Aaliyah is essentially Mallory's version of her. And once again, Gally's not a dumb woman. So she's like, I'm going to take this with a grain of salt. And like, I'm sure they've met and I'm sure they've spoken. But like in the war between the two, Gallia is has always and will always be firmly on Mallory's side. Makes sense. Makes complete um, sense. And I think maybe B every now and then does a like, she's not dumb. She's not dumb, but like can't tell the history. Yeah. You know, and knows that Aaliyah has been in the wrong as often as she's been in the right. So like kind of yeah. stays out of it. She she is aware that all of you, for the most part, have lost someone that you deeply, deeply care about. Yeah. But probably not much more than that. But she's, you know, she's like, oh, that's why you're fucking broken and can't date me, right? Got it. Cool. Get out of my fucking house. Great. <laughs> so that happens. Gallia kind of gets pulled into your into your outer circle. She's still friends with people that she used to scavenge with. So that's like sort of another faction that is added to your network of let's find out information about these people to the best of our ability. Once again, probably not a whole lot that they can do on their own, but like one more tool in your arsenal. Yeah. What do you do for the next five years? I think given that we have more information than we've had before on these people, the constant fear, constantly checking rooms. Growing up in Mizan, she was able to deal with a lot of her trauma Mm -hmm. or at least package it neatly. Uh, but the I got murdered without even a chance to do anything about it is very heavy. Sure. So there's a lot of like, she's lighter than she was, but she's still like, again, checks rooms and like checks people. She even, even her friends sometimes. She like double checks to make sure they are who they are. But I don't think she lets it overwhelm her this time. Like I think mm-hmm. she has learned enough coping that it doesn't consume her. But I think given that continuing to eat at her and weigh on her, she really spends a lot of time working with Aaliyah as much as she can. She's not a scientist, Mm -hmm. but as far as like, we got to find some anti-immortality shit because if we find them, what good is it going to do us? If they're really immortal and we find them, we're dead. So I think she, she puts a lot of time into that side of the effort. Mm-hmm. And then I think the the rest of her focus is kind of back to that, like, we got to figure out who they are. And she probably works pretty closely with Morgan if she's still working on that, doing the like, hey, how do we combat their rumors? Maybe we can get a little bit of our godhood back. Like, what what can we do on the streets to, like, start bolstering our defenses without getting noticed, which is the yeah. hard part. But so I, I think she she kind of goes full mission, prep for them, find them, because otherwise, what's the point? What are we doing? Yeah. And I think everyone is pretty much on board with you this time. Yeah. I'm trying to move forward with, with this. Aaliyah does make a suggestion. Like, she'll pull you aside and be like, if I could, I completely understand wanting to find uh, an antidote for immortality for those um, uh, horrible people that do deserve to die and we will kill them. However, that being said, may I suggest, and I understand how this is going to come, uh, this is not going to sound good coming from me, but hear me out. If we focus instead first on my plan to be able to resurrect whole those who have died, I think that would be the place to start because we can die now. And with all due respect, it was extremely inconvenient for you to be a baby. I do apologize for the years that I spent not being able to assist. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, I'm doing your accent now. It's fine. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> this is easier when we have the same dialect. In yeah. these <laughs> it's, it's fine. We, we all, um, uh, we all make mistakes. It's fine. Um- <laughs> That's fair. I mean, she did fucking make a mistake. Um, that being said, I would like to have uh, more of a handle on how to get us back in one piece should something bad happen to us. If something bad does happen to us again, 
and we have to take uh, 10, 15, 20 years to come back to ourselves, that loses a great deal of progress and opens the rest of us up for whatever it is that those monsters have in store. If we have a tangible way to resurrect someone who has been killed, death is an inconvenience. And we can fully focus our fearless attention on ratting these people out and putting, we'll have all the time in the world to develop uh, an antidote. I think that's the way to go. I agree with you completely. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I know that there are, there are other reasons, perhaps, ones that I may agree with you on. Um, <clears throat> might. Thought I might, yes. Very much so. Um, so what do we do then? How do we start down this path? I think I am on to something. I have some preliminary ideas. My suggestion would be that we, this is also going to be difficult because we're going to have to stretch the truth a bit uh, for why we're doing this. But um, if we can actually put together a, a real research team, even I can admit that this is not... Um, something I can do alone. At least I can't do it alone in a way that any of you would be pleased about. Mm -hmm. If I could just sort of lose myself in the book for a while, I could probably make it work myself, but you're all very concerned about my mental health when I do that, and it's very frustrating. At this point, she has she has gone back to, like, you gotten used to, in, in, the, in the past, her eyeballs were like complete light. She's at light pupils now. You know, basically what that means is that's like day, th that's like, you're like halfway through. She's like in the midpoint. Yeah. And she has done a lot of work to keep herself there. So this is pretty much the Aaliyah that you're used to for main campaign. Can we trust anyone enough to handle this research and not necessarily care what it's going to be used for? Would I or Morgan know of the Fettelbins at this point? I think, I think almost certainly, Yeah. And they have very much developed a reputation as being people who were like, science! Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but ethics. And like, <laughs> science, though. I think at this moment, it's kind of like, a, I think I may have just a team for you for this. I'm all ears. So you guys contact the Fettelbins and sort of pitch the idea of what it is that you want to do without telling them why. They don't seem to care why. Cosmo and Astra Fettelbind are a young gnomish couple who both have like the look of someone on their face. They both look like Orion with his crazy eyes. Um, <laughs> and they're pumped about that. They're pumped about getting to do this. So they request a couple of additional people like, hey, like we can't do all of this ourselves. These are the people that we also want. And here's why it seems reasonable if you guys want to approve their team. Full flashback to having to do this in front of Vic and Eliza. <laughs> like full fucking like yeah it's bad it's bad for a minute like i think b maybe has to leave the room for just a second yeah but i mean ultimately they're not asking for anything unreasonable and so they put together a team and they start getting to work at some point astra gets knocked up and that doesn't stop her so that's cool I see your expansion permit came through congratulations <laughs> what a completely bizarre thing to say <laughs> good talk <laughs> <laughs> so uh the project progresses and at some point all of you get basically a notice like because you guys are maybe you're disguising yourselves maybe you're going by different names but you are the people that are being given the reports and at some point sort of like an emergency meeting is called with just the fettle bins then they kind of call all four of you into the room and have kind of like a concerned look on their face and uh cosmo fettlebin speaks up and says we thought it would be um beneficial for all of you to know that 
we were contacted by uh, a a short uh, stocky gentleman with a with a brown beard uh by the name of um uh, uh Jameson Capstone uh he visited our home and seems to have some idea of the research that we are doing here which is um slightly concerning as we have told no one per the terms of our NDA and um we don't really know how he found us or know what we're working on but that being said he offered us a great deal of a great deal of money to uh refocus our research for him and his team instead of you and obviously it's not about money it's about science so we we turned him down but um we've never and astra looks at him and shakes her head and says we've never been um that's never happened before to us so it seemed worthwhile to mention it was odd do you explicitly trust everyone that you've brought in on your team they immediately nod without question without reservation oh absolutely <laughs> she's gonna lean over to Aaliyah and be like should they say yes we get the intel on these people we're not ready yet we're not ready for that that'd be a confrontation we're not ready for that until we know who else might be in the room because you know who this this person is this is the guy that you've sought in the bar going mm-hmm. by a different name yeah um, which you have no reason to believe that the name he gave you the first time is his real name no um i wrote it down and then put a like shruggy next to it because i was like yeah. that doesn't matter you have a good idea of who this is and so does Aaliyah. but she says back to you until we know who else might be in the room besides this man and probably that shapeshifter i think it would be dangerous to accept uh did they give you any contact information um by any chance no, we also found that strange. Uh, he just said he would stop by again in a few days and see what our decision was. So, that's, um, that's it. Probably nothing, but... Probably nothing. It's good that you told us. Thank you for keeping us updated, but it's probably nothing to worry about. I think you can probably go back to your research. Of course, let us know if anything else happens, and if you feel more comfortable, we can post a watch. Uh, just in case, I don't think they have anything. It's probably just science, you know, science, uh, trying to outscience each other, things like that. But just in, just in case, they nod. They do very clearly think that it's just like a competing like engineering firm or or artificer group who like something got leaked. Like they do trust their team, but like maybe a piece of paper got dropped or you know mistakes still happen. They understand that. They have they have no idea what this could encompass. I would have done my little scan on every single team member. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I, I just wanted to make sure I didn't need to say that out loud. No, like, no, no, at this no, no. Point. Okay. No, they are. They're all. None of them. None of them ping to you. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I think that she like talks it through with everyone else, but I think sets a sets a watch at their home, like with their permission. As yeah, they would not be seems. concerned. Okay. They're like um, basically like yeah, if it makes you feel better, your memories end here. Fuck. <laughs> so the watch doesn't go well, is my guess. You have no idea.